Welcome to Women Volunteers, a GFWC NC podcast where we talk with women across North Carolina who volunteer their time in support of community improvement. We'll find out how they got started, how they manage these projects, and the impact of their volunteer actions. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We are talking with Stephanie Gutnick, and she has been a proud member of the Women's Club of Raleigh since 2019, and has had successful careers as a writer, attorney, teacher, and theater and film producer. She's lived in New York, Los Angeles, Nashville, and Miami, and currently resides in Raleigh, North Carolina, where she has been happily engaged and cultivating and sharing a deeply rich spiritual life with her beloved and expanding community of friends and family for the past 15 years. And she is the always proud parent of a beautiful daughter. Thank you, Stephanie. Oh, thank you for having me. Glad you could be here. Now, I wanted to talk with you today about a project that you and your club women did. As part of the Arts and Culture uh, Committee, we have a creative writers group of which I'm a part. And we do a lot of creative writing and creative projects and all that stuff. And so every year, the, that group puts out an annual book called Gleanings. Gleaning, okay. Yes. And so Gleanings is a, a, a book that contains writings and poetry and recipes sometimes. It's all kinds of written contributions from members of our local club. Mm-hmm. And it's consolidated into a book. So this year, we're talking about what are we going to do for the, for the 2021 book. Right. And we were all thinking, well... COVID and the pandemic have so monopolized our lives in terms of many, many things and our ability to do volunteer work, our ability to congregate live at our at our meetings, just so many things. Yeah. And so we decided that what might be really great is to invite members of our club to contribute pieces around COVID and their experience. And so the book is called Gleanings, Living the COVID Experience. Okay, Gleanings, Living the COVID Experience. Yes. So tell me about this book. So the book is about expository pieces that people wrote on their experience with COVID. Some people related an anecdote of something, an experience they had during the year. uh, a lesson they learned, um, a, a, a recipe that they cooked all the time or perfected, you know, whatever it was. Some people wrote poetry, some people uh, took photographs. So all of that is featured and, and, and on display in this book. So what happened was when we were talking about the cover and getting all of this back in, I guess the late spring, Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe June-ish. Okay. Um, I don't know. It just kind of came to me and I said, you know, it would be really awesome if we did something with the masks. Like if all of our members signed. So all the face masks, right? The face mask, not used ones, of course, mm-hmm. but clean with 
and and if they didn't want to put their name, they could put their favorite saying or a word that 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 got them through the, the experience so far, or just whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, if we collected them and curated them in some way, I think it could be a really interesting companion to this book. Yeah. And everyone loved it. Yeah. They loved the idea. However, we didn't know what it would look like or. Well, the project got bigger than me. And so what happened was we put out in chimp mail, you know, if you have a mask, we're doing this mask project, blah, yeah. blah, blah, as a companion to this book. And I would say for the first, I don't know, couple of months, I got three masks. Three. <laughs> three. And Uh-oh. I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this is going to be a bust. It's a terrible idea. Nobody wants right. to. And are these medical masks, like the medical face masks? Well, or? some people gave me, like the mask we're wearing, okay. like a disposable, either mm-hmm. KN95 or mm-hmm. a surgical mask. Some people gave me one of the cloths masks. Okay. That, mm-hmm. Now, what was interesting is what people began to talk to me about oh this mask was made for me by my daughter or this mask was given to me so it was interesting what 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 inspired them to give me a particular mask was very interesting some people had something very important they wanted on that mask to say so what happened was I kind of reached out to uh, the gal that distributes the chimp mail every month with the uh, Women's Club announcements and all right, of this. Right, the, the host for your email, right? And, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, we need a really aggressive like request here to see. And I'll make a decision whether or not we should do it. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, these masks started pouring in. And I brought this box that I have called the mask project and what I did was I brought sharpies and extra masks uh-huh. and stuff to every event the women's club was having oh if you want to make a mask if you want people started bringing the masks in these plastic bags to me here's mine some people okay. mailed them some people dropped them off dropped at my house yeah. some people it was very interesting all told I think we ended up with maybe 60 or 70 masks. Okay. And so I was like, okay, now, but I got them, you know, people are, when the deadline comes, then all of a sudden everybody comes out of the woodwork, extend the deadline. So I didn't really have the masks fully collected till a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. And I was like, I don't have time to crochet or put Mm -hmm. it, what am I going to do? And then this idea came to me. And so now they are fully assembled mm-hmm. and on this very cool background, which I'm not going to give away okay. uh, <laughs> because nobody has seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's at the framers. Okay. And it's going to be four feet wide by six feet high. Okay. And there's a beautiful plaque that I had made that explains what this is, that it's a companion and uh it will be ready and then what we're going to do with it is we're presenting it to the women's club on november 10th for them to have forever okay and uh then we had this idea as a group 
We're taking a photograph of this project, this framed. Mm-hmm. It's big, but it's it's very nice. Um, and we're turning it into a bookmark as a companion to the book that oh, we're wow. selling. So you, this is kind of interesting because you're, you know, masks are very symbolic. Uh, and, they are you know, very and polarizing so, for a lot of individuals. And so, we're, you know, I think back onto, you know, the beginning of COVID. You know, last February and March, where countries and states started shutting down, and you know, the government didn't tell us to wear masks because they needed to preserve them for professionals, right? Correct. And then, then when they kind of got that straight, then it was like, yeah. okay, you should wear masks and. And I remember um, I'm a sewer. I made um, a lot of masks, but I stopped making them because it was horrifyingly stressful for me. Um, I use sewing to escape stress. And yet I know other women and men who sat and made thousands of them. Correct. Correct. So it's interesting that you choose that as that companion. Well, it's interesting that it didn't occur to me. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm, I, I, I fashion myself as fairly observant or fairly kind of willing to entertain many perspectives of things. Mm-hmm. Um, never occurred to me what a charged uh, uh, a topic this would be. So as I was collecting them, I had some women who said to me, I'm not giving you a mask. And I was like, okay, okay, you don't have to. It's not a requirement. <laughs> They're like, this is depressing. You know, we don't want to, like, these masks represent depression for me. And, th- and it was very interesting because other women were like, what a beautiful invitation this is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to just tell you what this is for me and why I came up with this project. Okay. I was thinking about how in 1918, the Women's Club was already in existence, right? The improperly named Spanish flu epidemic, right? (laughs) Yes, came. World War II came. The Depression came. Mm -hmm. Uh, Women's rights came. You know, there have been a billion events that have easily could have disrupted the volunteer efforts of of Mm -hmm. of our club. And... I was thinking these masks represent the resilience yeah. of our of our members and how even during this pandemic with masks on, I participated and I know it wasn't everything that was going on, but I participated in any number of volunteer projects. Mm-hmm. We we made lunches for kids. There were there were foods delivered. There were people got who were homeless and 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 in motels getting them to housing. Right. There were there were so many wonderful things that we did because we were able to put on a mask and go do these things. And so I thought to myself, this is about celebration. But I got clear that not everybody saw it that way. And um, it was interesting, like some of the masks have on it, vaccinate. And some (laughs) of them have on them, stay safe, I love you. And some of them just have someone's little, tiny little name inscribed on the mask. like. And each one reflects a whole different experience. And so what we did at the end is uh, we had a number of women who died, not necessarily from COVID, but members who gave of themselves so 
selflessly for so many decades who passed away since this all began. Oh, yeah. So there's one mask. I think people are going to love it. I hope yeah, they love it. Yeah. There's a mask that I kept out that was blank. And I printed out all of their names. Oh. And on a like a clear label mm -hmm. and I affixed it to this mm -hmm. mask in memoriam mm -hmm. to these women. Yeah. That's so, a, yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I have no idea how people are going to receive this, but it's very interesting that I'm now getting all these calls. And what I'm hoping is that this project, if it's advertised or people see it or they they buy the mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. and they because I'm hoping people from women's clubs all over the state of North Carolina will buy these books when they come so out. So tell me about this book, you uh, Gleaning. Well, it's called, it's always called Gleanings. Okay, always Every called year, Gleanings. It's Every gleanings. year, it's Gleanings. Okay, so how many years have it, has it been going? Do you know something? I am not altogether like sure. perpetually forever, it seems like, right? Oh, uh, I think it's been going on for a while. Okay, all I right. think it's been going on for a while. It's a fundraiser. Okay. It raises money for the Women's Club mm -hmm. directly. And um, we, this particular one is called Living the COVID Experience. Okay. And so uh, we're we're really hoping we have a campaign to sell them. They'll be available on Amazon. Okay. But you won't get a bookmark if you're on Amazon. We're taking pre-sale starting in November. Okay. We're going to be advertising the book. Um, okay. You know, and, and uh, yeah, and so our listeners know. Um, today it's early October, and we're sitting on Stephanie's porch outside. So you guys are getting all yeah. that experience today. So the book will be available in November. Okay. We're hoping people might want to buy it as a holiday gift. Okay. Um, but we're also, we'll be selling it far okay. beyond this. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to be displaying the mask project at, at certain museums here okay. in the All town. Right. We'll display it at certain bookstores here. Oh, awesome. And be able to sell the book with it. Um, but I'm hoping that other women's clubs will take this baton and say, well, what what can we do as a mask project? And what really inspired this for me, it sounds depressing, but it wasn't, was the, the, the AIDS quilt. Oh, because yeah. I, thought I hadn't even thought of that. It wasn't about advertising death. What it did was is it inspired conversations about education. It inspired conversations about connection. It inspired people to to honor and really take a moment to say, wow, the, there are people other on the planet other than me. And you know, mm -hmm. this whole experience is pretty self-involving and isolating. It can be. And so well, yeah, we have our, our women's clubs. Some still aren't meeting in person. You know, well, we're meeting as a hybrid. We just went back last right. month. So some are doing small sections. Correct. And uh, but our subcommittee, our committee meetings are still we're holding them still by Zoom. By Zoom. Yeah. Um, the last meeting we had live, I think, was in May, because remember, there was that idea, oh, maybe it's going Didn't we away. we feel good right? after we got our vaccine? together and like, yeah. So the little tease. So I'm hoping that this inspires people to, to really see it, how they can celebrate and 
honor and converse about their communities. And, and the ideas were all connected. Yeah. And these masks in the frame are all connected. They, oh, they sit on top okay. of each other and they're all connected. It's not like they're separated. Okay. And that was the idea. I think I was really thinking about that poem, The Club Collect. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how we all come together. And when we're giving of ourselves and fulfilling that mission of service, we're all just one person collectively yeah you know what i mean yeah like I, I, I know what so, you're getting at mm -hmm. so that's kind of it yeah and that's how it, it so it it I, it kind of took on a life of its own i never expected this i don't think anybody expected this um but sometimes that's like pretty cool you know what I mean? yeah and if you're willing to let it just take on that life of its own and go the path it's supposed to go it works out great yeah and it, it's you know we're um 18 months into this really um we've had uh, a bleak winter a spring hope um some of us are really ready to get this over with right um but you know i was driving over here today and i was thinking about what it was like last february and march and april and it still brings me to tears to think about how frightening it was and then I, I laugh a little bit because we're all like, oh, we're going to shut down for two weeks. We'll be good, right? <laughs> so it's like this whole host of emotions, you know, that collectively what we went but through. But they're still going on. I right. mean, you and I, with the minute you said that, I mean, Kelly, I said to myself, but we're meeting on my porch because with masks on, I might add to your audience, <laughs> um, that we're still not out of the woods. Right. And, and so this idea that I think the uncertainty and the lack of predictability yeah. about and the changes, you know, because uh, I would say for most of the members of the women's club, including you and me, we didn't grow up in this environment. No. Mm -hmm. So this is like an adjustment that is gigantic for, for mm -hmm. me. It has been, you know, I'm still... I got boosted because I'm like still nervous about this. You know what I mean? I'm still nervous yeah. about being out in, in intimate settings mm -hmm. and having people in my house. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so contrary to our nature, which is to connect and right. be in community next to each other and hugging and laughing. And it's like, eh. so yeah. this book, why it's so special to me mm -hmm. is it voices what so many people have gone through. And it's like, in a way, a deeper respect yep. to say, I feel you, I get you, I, I'm with you. I have that same yeah. experience. And I think a lot of people will have that, that response to this book. And when I read some of these pieces, it's like you said, you know, I wept. I. Yeah. It brought up so much for me. And, and then some of it, I cracked up laughing. I was like, oh, I did that. I remember doing that. That's great. You know, and it's been a wonderful, a very rich experience. That's good. It's a great way to capture history. I know um, over this, uh, you know, past 18 months, people keep trying to look back to the closest thing that um, they can think of to get through this and so the flu epidemic um is obviously one of those i know my 
grandfather's uh, mother died in the flu oh, epidemic. Really? She did. It's interesting to me that when I talk with people, though, um, what there's some challenges. So first is, you know, what history do we have access to? So you're creating something that's one therapeutic, and secondly, a documentation document. You're documenting history, right? And the experience that people felt that hopefully no one will have to look back on, but they might have to look back on. I mean, scientifically, we know that. But I find it interesting that we're kind of, we've somehow in our generations, we've skipped talking about polio, um, which kind of happened between then and now and what and a horrible thing that was. And there's a little bit we can certainly find on it, I think, but um, it's just interesting my, to me how the mind works on it. Well, I, it was, it's so interesting you say that because my mother is 91 and she is living through this pandemic and I asked her about the polio because mm-hmm. that when she was growing up and, you know, we talked about how everybody just lined up and got a vaccine, didn't even think about it. And mm-hmm. fairly quickly, it was yeah. eradicated, you mm-hmm. know. And so also I was uh, in my early, early 30s when AIDS was okay, really yep. plaguing, mm-hmm. you know, it was the late 80s. Yep. Mm-hmm was really a plague i mean yes, it, it was, was yeah. it was robbing people like and it, great discrimination around it great discrimination around it and i had friends who died of aids mm, and sorry well we i think it's like covid most of us know somebody right we've who all been had touched it, by it died. and i remember the hopelessness but mm-hmm. then i remember when they started creating medicines. And I remember when this vaccine came out and how everybody was so ecstatic and excited mm-hmm. about it. And and the adjustments that we have to make along the way, mm-hmm. you know. So how long did it take, how much work did it take you guys to put together this book and sort of the companion art oh, piece to it? Oh my gosh, a lot of work. We had to invite everyone in the women's club mm-hmm. to write a piece or contribute something right Mm -hmm. then we had to collect it then we had to curate it then we had to uh uh one of our uh uh committee members is a brilliant publisher and editor Mm -hmm. and uh a a book uh she's just graphics and and design it and she's unbelievable Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, her name is ann and she's Mm -hmm. just so talented and she you know, we all worked together. Some people have a, a social media talent and okay. some people have proofreading talent and some people have writing talent and whatever. What I loved was we did not reject anybody's piece. That's great. That's fantastic. We found value and room for every single contribution. I love that we did that. You know what I That's mean? That's fantastic. We didn't yeah. edit people's work. We didn't change their sentence structure just it is like what it, it is, came, right? yeah. it is what it is. Now, is this um, is this year's edition very similar to prior years, or is it quite different? Well, uh, I think the book sizing maybe is a little different. Okay. Uh, is it a large book? Uh, I'm not positive. I think it's around either six by nine okay or eight and a half by 11 okay so pretty good size right? pretty yeah, yeah like a like a coffee table book yeah okay you know. um the cover is beautiful it's it's a we have this thing in our local woman's club that has these beautiful sunflowers in a vase mm-hmm. it's like 
and those sunflowers are on the cover. Oh, that's great. And the bookmark has a sunflower motif on the front and the back. And um, so the sunflowers are so hopeful to me. They're sunny, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. And uh, so picking the, the, the cover and designing the cover and curating, because we put this in sections. There's some about loss. There's some about hope. There's some mm -hmm. about recipes. There's okay. some about photograph. You know, it, but it's all done in a way that even picking the, how we were going to organize it took a lot of yeah. Effort. I didn't think about the recipes because suddenly people were taking on new cooking roles that they had never oh, done yeah. or hadn't done in a and, very long time. And right? they contributed a little blurb about why this recipe was contributed, you know, and, and, and what their experience brought them to this, to this meal or to this particular dish. It's, not, you know? I, it's really interesting. I bet this is probably one of the more emotional gleaning books uh, in a while. Absolutely. Because it absolutely. was such a period of great change and impact. I really am a, a cheerleader for this book because I really feel it's, a, it's an important, even though I'm hopeful it sells a billion copies because it's a fundraiser, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, well, because that's... Well, it also supports the good work that the club it does. does. Exactly it does. It supports the good work we're it doing. It feeds so, the hungry, houses the homeless, all but, of those things. But right? I'm really excited about this really inspiring, deeper community connection and mm -hmm. conversation so that we look up from our masks mm -hmm. and, and instead of fearing each other in the grocery store, we go, oh, I saw that you wrote something in that book. Can I talk to you about it for a minute? Or, you know, I think that that is what I'm most excited about is okay. the idea and and to to give this as a launch pad so that we don't just as the Women's Club of Raleigh have this isolated experience that throughout District Six, throughout the whole state, that we somehow maybe this could be a way for us to. Right. Like, here's what I was thinking. This is my wish list. That at the state convention, that everybody's mask project was brought to, to be displayed. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I see, you know, yeah. and to inspire uh, and to celebrate the, you just said it yourself, the, to inspire the good work that we do. Yeah. You know, the good work that we do. To go through life cultivating a servant's heart really is like... I view that as the honor of being a human being. And it's great to do it with um, a collection of women. Yes. As opposed to singularly, I. right? You know, I can go um, volunteer someplace, and, and I do sometimes, but to be able to um, have the fellowship that comes with it. Absolutely. And, you know, history, um, documenting history is a key component of the formation of the women's clubs. So, you know, starting at the very beginning in 1902, at least for uh, GFWCNC, and it was not called that in 1902, but one of the big things as you read through the history books is about the women writing articles, and they wrote, and they wrote, and they wrote, and they submitted them for publication, and they wrote books, and every 20 years they do a history book. Right. And so, right. It, right. but they go back and they document all of this to show this history because it was so important because they had Absolutely. been left out for so long. You know, you're talking about over a century. Yep. 
<laughs> over a century of important work. And so I also think about the shoulders that we're standing on. Right. We owe it to those women to continue the work. And I'm not saying it in some negative obligatory way. Like it's an honor. Mm -hmm. It's an honor to carry that work forward. Yeah, I recently read the, uh, did a podcast episode and um, I read the opening of the first history book and it was written by Sally Southall Cotton. And it's called oh, really? The Awakening uh, of Women. And that's what the episode is. And it's, um, and I'm going to do a few of those episodes. Oh, I can't wait to, to so listen to So it's really to kind it. of intriguing because I have the full set of all of our history books, but um, very eloquent, very well said. But it, I think the awakening of womanhood is a really strong lead to that. And it's, you know, it's a continuation that we do and the work that we do. And um, Sure. So uh, you guys are going to be selling these books on Amazon. Yeah. Your, is your club also selling them directly? Yes. Okay. So, um we are going to be locally selling it in a, a, a number of venues. We're selling it through the Women's Club. Okay. We're selling it on Amazon. Okay. Uh, we're going to be uh, having a social media presence to let okay. people know this is happening. There's going to be uh, uh, public. It's going to be noticed in uh, all the hopefully the Women's Club newsletters that are right. going mm -hmm. out. And we're really hoping that people will okay. find some value and a laugh and mm -hmm. a tear yep. and to awaken just what you were talking about. This awakening of women, I think, historically, not only in terms of suffrage or in terms of equal pay or shattering ceilings, mm -hmm. but I think women also have voices that historically have been shuddered yeah and and it pisses me off am i allowed yeah. to say that <laughs> you're allowed to podcast? say it. okay <laughs> and so one of the things that for me as a female you know i am you got to speak up and yep. and i want to invite those voices that was also part of this mask project in the covid experience living the covid experience book is that we're lifting the voices of women to a place even this podcast it's you know to lift the voices of women and broadcasting them maybe there's somebody listening who says oh i could do that that's right that's you exactly know what I mean? right. yeah yeah mm -hmm. and i feel like um that's especially now that i'm older uh i've been outspoken my whole life but it, <laughs> but there's punishment sure along the way sometimes yeah, for sometimes that there is and a loud voice from a woman is is just received differently in our culture than it is from a man yeah and uh i'd like to see more of a, see a little change to that would be good a little, a little mm -hmm. more leveling of the playing field yeah. we're getting there with fine with with pay mm -hmm. we're getting there with you know education we're getting there with lots of things and I think also the more elevated women's voices become and the more they're heard, believe it or not, I think that's very liberating for men because now sure. they're heard differently. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for oh, spending the time with me, my, allowing me to come hang pleasure. out on your porch. It's and my pleasure. On a nice day, actually. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. 
thank you so much. I appreciate your work on this project. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, you will. And uh, I, I just could not thank you enough. It was so generous of you to come out and be willing to sit on the porch and uh, kind of visit. Great, great. Yeah, it's been a great morning. Women Volunteers is a podcast by Kelly Paul for GFWCNC. If you're interested in learning more about the General Federation of Women's Clubs of North Carolina and how you can join these amazing women in improving our communities, please visit us on the web at gfwcnc.org.